Welcome to the podcast for Runaway. I'm the author, Sabine Wilder, here to read my book to you. Let's get started. Chapter 5. Confessions The wind bit through Anna's thin jacket as she stepped from her car onto Susan's driveway. The beautiful weather they had been having was now threatened by grey skies and the chill of winter. Anna shivered, pulling up the jacket's collar around her ears as she scuttled toward the house. As she approached the door, Anna became unsettled by the silence surrounding her. She expected to hear Susan and her mother, or Susan's rambunctious little brother Ben, making a commotion, but the normally bustling house was still. Even the wind outside had died. Anna lifted her hand to knock, but the door creaked open on its own, revealing a miserable-looking Mrs. Wolfe. "'Oh, Anna, I'm glad you're here,' she said, rubbing bleary red eyes." Anna's heart leapt into her throat. What? What's wrong? What happened? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I must look like such a mess. It was hard not to be frightened. Mrs. Wolf looked as if she'd been up half the night crying. What's going on? Is Sue okay? Yes, yes, Susan's all right, mostly. What do you mean? Wow, I'm really bad at this. Let me start from the beginning. Susan is fine, but there was an accident last night, Anna, and it's Jim. He didn't make it. Anna's heart dropped from her throat to the pit of her stomach. She felt ill. No, is he... he can't be. I'm sorry. Let's get you out of the cold. A hand on her shoulder pulled her inside. Anna obeyed, allowing herself to be led to the couch in the living room. She felt stiff, as if all the muscles in her body had tensed at once. So, he's... Jim's dead? The idea flew through her mind, hard to grasp. Yes, Mrs. Wolfe sat down beside her. Tears came unbidden. Everything felt surreal. And Sue? You said she's all right. Is she hurt at all? Mrs. Wolfe placed a reassuring hand on Anna's. She's not hurt, not physically, anyway. She went into shock last night, but by the time she made it home, she was recovering from that. The paramedics said she'd be all right. It's just... She found him, Anna. What do you mean? Right. I didn't tell you about the accident. Mrs. Wolfe took a deep breath, steadying herself. Apparently, Susan and Jim decided to go off on a little adventure after the movie up Old Mill Road. They were out in the middle of nowhere, and Jim was attacked by some kind of wild animal. Susan didn't see what happened, but she found Jim after he'd been attacked. Mrs. Wolfe cleared her throat. She tried to save him, but Jim didn't make it. They sat in silence for a moment on the couch before Anna leaned forward and began to sob. She had a hard time believing this was real, yet her body reacted accordingly, and she let herself cry. Mrs. Wolfe sat with her, holding her hand until the crying subsided. "'I understand if you want to go home,' Mrs. Wolfe tugged at Anna's hand. "'But if you're up to it, I think Susan could really use a good friend right now.' Anna nodded. Her throat felt raw as she spoke. "'I'd like to see her. I'll see if she's awake.' Mrs. Wolfe rose and padded down the hallway. Anna realized her hands were shaking. She tried to steady them, but the trembling only moved up to her arms. She closed her eyes, trying to calm down. 
She's awake if you want to see her. I don't think she slept much, though. Worry creased Mrs. Wolfe's face, making her look much older than she was. Susan wasn't the only person who hadn't slept the night before. Anna walked past Mrs. Wolfe and down the hall. The door to Susan's room was ajar. She pushed it open. Susan was sitting on her bed, hugging her knees to her chest. Her hair, normally a vibrant, sunny gold, looked dark and lifeless as it hung limp over her face. Her pallid skin emphasized the dark circles under her eyes. When she saw Anna at the door, her lips, which were tightly pressed together, broke open as if she was trying to speak, but no words came out. Anna rushed to Susan's side, wrapping her arms around her. It's okay, Sue. It's going to be okay. Susan hugged Anna back, crying into her shoulder. Through sobs, Susan choked out, It's not okay. It's not. Then she shoved Anna away and hid her face behind her hands. Anna was shaken, unsure what to say. I'm sorry, Sue. I... I don't know what you're going through right now, but I'm here if you want to talk. Or if you don't. It doesn't matter. If you want me to go home, I can. No. Stay. Susan grabbed Anna's wrist, pulling her to sit on the bed next to her. Please stay. Don't go. I'm not going anywhere. Anna freed her wrist from Susan's death grip, gently taking her friend's hand in hers. She studied Susan's worried face, searching for something reassuring to say. You look awful. Ha! <laughs> Susan's laugh was harsh. I should. Anna waited a moment before asking, What happened? Susan tensed, as if she might break down again, but instead returned to clutching her knees to her chest. I don't know. It was such a mess. I... Jim... Susan broke off, staring Anna squarely in the eye. Anna, I have to tell someone. I lied last night. I wanted to tell the truth, but I was afraid. So afraid. It doesn't make any sense, no matter how many times I go over it in my head. It doesn't make sense. These things don't make sense, Sue. That's not what I mean. Anger flashed across Susan's face, but it was quickly replaced with fear. Please, I need to tell someone the truth. It's going to sound crazy. Even I know that. That's why I couldn't say it before, but if I don't tell someone the truth, I might explode. I'm listening. Anna pulled up her legs onto the bed, sitting quietly across from Susan. Promise me you won't tell anyone. The glint of fear shone wild in Susan's eyes. You know I won't. This is different, Anna. I... I'm afraid. A shudder ran through Susan's body. Whatever it is, you can tell me. Then we'll figure out where to go from there together. Yeah. Susan relaxed, letting go of her knees, folding her legs in front of her. What did my mom tell you, exactly? She said there was an accident. Some kind of animal attacked Jim. And that you tried to save him, but he didn't make it. That's what they all think. Susan rubbed her temples. It's true, except I left out the most important part. Anna waited while Susan collected her thoughts. Susan started to speak a couple of times, but couldn't get the words out. Finally, she said, It's my fault Jim's dead. You can't think that way. It was an accident. Yeah, it was, but I was the one who attacked him. I killed Jim. Anna's head swam. 
Susan wasn't making sense. Maybe the stress of the previous night was making her friend delusional. You think I'm nuts, right? Or I'm lying, but it's the truth, the honest-to-God truth. How... Susan froze, staring Anna squarely in the eye. I turned into a wolf and bit Jim. I don't know how, but it must have happened because Jim's dead and they said an animal tore out his neck. I saw it myself. There was blood everywhere. Sue, you went through something horrible last night, and you think I'm crazy. No, I think what you experienced was very real to you. But there has to be some rational explanation. Anna's anxiety rose. She could be as patient and understanding as possible, but she wasn't equipped to deal with this kind of trauma. She was in way over her head. It's going to be okay, Sue. We'll figure this out. Damn it! I knew you wouldn't get it. Susan threw up her hands before crossing them defiantly over her chest. Guilt squeezed Anna's heart. She had always been there for Susan, and right now she was trying to understand, but Susan's accusation burned. Maybe I should go. As Anna rose from the bed, Susan lunged forward, but the shape of her body warped like a mirage. Susan collapsed on the bed, twitching and struggling against an unseen force. Anna froze, rooted to the floor. Susan spasmed a few times, and the warping intensified as her body morphed into an animal. Curious green-gold eyes peeked over the rumpled sheets of the bed. Anna found herself face to face with a wolf, its fur the same tawny color as Susan's hair. Susan's pajamas hung awkwardly on its body. It grinned at her, panting from exertion. Anna couldn't move. Her mouth had gone dry, but a single word managed to rasp its way out. Sue? The wolf bobbed its head up and down. Anna took a step, slowly moving toward the wolf, waiting for it to jump out and bite her, but it sat where it was, panting. Anna reached out her hand. They both flinched as her fingers touched the wolf's fur, but it proved to be solid and real. The wolf's tongue flicked out, giving Anna's wrist a lick. Sue? Is that really you? Anna whispered, scared to breathe too hard and disrupt the dream. The wolf whined, rolling its eyes up at the ceiling. It must be. Only you would be a smartass at a time like this. The wolf moaned, then twitched. Anna backed away and watched as the wolf changed back into her human friend. Anna watched in awe. Sue, you're a werewolf. Susan examined her hands. I can't believe it. I'm not insane. She rubbed her face and ran her fingers through her thick hair. Werewolves don't seem real. Believe me, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, even seeing it, I'm starting to doubt my own sanity. But it is real. Susan smiled, then pain shot across her face. That means I really did kill Jim. But why didn't you attack me a minute ago? I don't know. Did you recognize me? Do you remember what happens when you change? Oh, I remember. But it's a different kind of memory. Like a dream, but more vivid and easier to recall. Are you aware of who you are when you're a wolf? I... I don't know. Right now, here in my room, I knew you were my friend, but last night was different. I didn't know who Jim was until it was too late. It all happened so fast, and I didn't understand what was happening. But it happened again, just now. Did you do that on purpose? 
Can you control when you change? I don't know. I wanted to change, to show you, and I felt really scared that I was losing you in this mess. So maybe I can trigger it somehow. But last night, I had no idea. Maybe you can learn to control it. I don't know. I don't think it's that easy. I mean, it's not like I've tried. I've been terrified of doing it again, actually, until you got up. I thought you didn't believe me and you were going to run away. Suddenly, I wanted to change, to show you, and I was so scared and that feeling like last night came again and I was able to tap into it, but I'm scared of it, Anna. What if I can force it sometimes, but sometimes it goes off on its own? I could be putting everyone in danger. You and Mom and Ben? Calm down. Anna sat on the edge of the bed, reaching out to put a hand on Susan's knee. You didn't attack me just now. In fact, you acted like you. You even answered a question I asked. Sort of. I did, didn't I? Susan pondered this new turn of events. It's like I still see through my own eyes, and I know what's going on, but it's hard to explain. It's like I'm there, in my body, but everything is different. Maybe it's something you need to get used to. Maybe. But then why did I attack Jim? You tell me. Start from the beginning and don't lie or leave anything out this time. Anna listened carefully to the whole tale from start to finish. Susan told her about going to see the movie and Jim's idea to hang out afterward. Anna felt awkward when Susan described getting physical with Jim on the ridge. But Susan spared her no details. Susan faltered when talking about the change, how she didn't feel well and wanted to stop, but Jim didn't understand what was happening. She kept second-guessing herself, trying to remember the exact order of events or what something felt like. After the tumble down the hill, the story went on smoothly. Anna guessed that was the part Susan had told many times already. Anna took a moment to collect her thoughts. It sounds to me like you were scared. Susan's lip twitched in disgust. I was, but that's no reason to attack someone. Sometimes when an animal feels cornered and scared, they'll bite even if they normally wouldn't. People don't bite. Maybe werewolves do. Remember how you said things feel different when you're a wolf? Maybe you have different instincts. That's still not an excuse. You're looking for a reason to feel bad about this, aren't you? And you're looking for a way to get me off the hook, Susan snapped. She grabbed her pillow, mashing it into her face, letting herself scream into it. They sat together in silence for a moment before Susan lowered the pillow again. Maybe I want to feel bad about this. It's my fault no matter how you look at it. It's also an accident no matter how you look at it. It's not like you planned this and you obviously regret it. You have to cut yourself some slack. This whole situation is off the charts bizarre. Maybe you're right, but what do I do about this whole thing? Do I go to the cops and tell them to lock me up? Do I head for the hills and isolate myself so I can't hurt anybody again? Well, for now, let's take some time to think about everything. It's a lot to take in. Give yourself some time to feel bad and to grieve for Jim. This is going to hit everyone hard. I can't imagine Jim's family. Oh, God. What have I done? 
Susan slumped forward. Anna grabbed Susan's shoulder, pulling her up again. We'll get through this, I promise. Susan reached over and hugged Anna around the shoulders. But what if I do it again? What if I'm dangerous? Then put it to the test. Go out into the bush and change. See if you feel like a crazed killer or like you did when you changed in front of me. It could be dangerous. <laughs> For the bears, maybe. Susan snorted into Anna's shoulder. Yeah, right. I should try it, though. Anna wanted to reassure Susan and tell her that she wouldn't hurt anyone, but there was no way to be sure, so she held on to Susan's shoulders, hoping she was the one who was right. That concludes Chapter 5. Runaway is currently available for you to listen to for free. I will release a new chapter every week until the book is finished. But if you can't wait to find out what happens, the ebook is available through Kobo and Amazon. Just search for Sabine Wilder or get a direct link from my website at sabinewilder.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to give me feedback, you can always email me at sabine at sabinewilder.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and help me grow. Thank you for listening and have a pleasant night.